Welcome to this week's edition of the Daily Commute Show presented by FYS Sports Today. This is episode four, and I want to thank all the listeners on Spotify, Apple Music, Samsung, and on Google Podcasts, wherever you have found us, and thank you for joining us to listen to this great episode. I am your host, Abil Mahari, also known as Mahari Nation Sports Podcast on YouTube. If you are new to the channel, please subscribe to this podcast and to FYS Sports Debates on YouTube. This is a platform where we host debates, present new evidence, and call out the mainstream meaning on the hypocrisy in sports. We're not here to disrespect athletes or any of the listeners who have a different opinion, but present the evidence and challenge the accepted narrative that has been spread around all over these basketball streets. In this episode today, we're going to discuss about the heavy criticism of four-time NBA All-Star Ben Simmons. And most of you know at this point right now, we all know that Ben Simmons has pretty much sat out the entire regular season after pretty much being bombarded with heavy criticism of his inability to perform in the postseason and his unwillingness to to accept any accountability of his own, own failures throughout his entire basketball career. But we're not here to try to disrespect his character or anything like that. We're here to present the evidence about what has been going on with him since last year. But in order for us to do that, we're going to have to rewind back to basically last year. And it all starts back to with a January of 2021, when pretty much Ben Simmons was pretty much reported that, it being, that he was being spread around in trade rumors involved. I mean, guess who? James Harden, who at the time was playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Now, the fact that the fact that the organization, in a sense, was willing to make the move for Ben Simmons to James Harden from the first moment on pretty much initially rubbed Ben Simmons the wrong way, which we agreed that it did. Because the bottom line is this, since the fact that Ben Simmons is a four-time All-Star and pretty much is one of your main franchise players, okay? The thing that I, the thing that it kind of rubbed him out the wrong way was is that he understood that it was pretty much a business, but at the same time, you know, he probably took it the wrong way in the sense that, oh, you really wanted to trade me? You know what I mean? So I think that I think that in a sense we do understand where he's coming from with that. But as pretty much as we come down to it as this, you know, after he pretty much accepted for what it was, right around the time the postseason came around, we're talking about last postseason, okay? Pretty much the buzz around his departure started to escalate even further when he pretty much did not perform well in the postseason. When you look at the first round series against the Washington Wizards, despite the fact that they won that series, all right, in the course of those five games, he shot terribly from the free throw line. He shot 10 of for 28 in, over the course of those five games. And even though they were able to advance to the second round against the Atlanta Hawks, the people, there were a lot of people, and certainly a lot of people in the organization had some very different, you know, perspectives and pretty much had some major concerns about how Ben Simmons was going to perform in that postseason. In that same interview with CVS Sports in July of last year, even Wizards guard the Wiz- that the Wizards exposed a weakness in Simmons's game, and pretty much the Atlanta Hawks watched those tapes of that playoff series against the Wizards and exploited that immediately. You know what I'm saying? So, as we move forward to June 20th of last year, when he continued to struggle in against the Atlanta Hawks, he was pretty much the main punching bag for, the, for his poor performances in the postseason. In 12 total play, playoff games, 
Simmons pretty much made at least 25 of 73 free throw attempts, which which equivalates to 34% from the free throw line, which marks as the worst mark in a single postseason in NBA history. And pretty much those struggles pretty much duplicated to his confidence on the court. And in the course of those seven-game series, remember this. He only took three shots in the fourth quarter. Three shots. And he even took a single shot in the fourth quarter in five of those seven games. Now, we have to remember, in that game seven against Atlanta, Simmons had a wide-open layup underneath the basket. Right? But instead of attempting the shot, he was more worried about getting fouled. And instead, he passed the ball up to Matisse Tabuli, who pretty much pretty much missed the shot, right? So when you look at those situations there from his complete perspective here, that play symbolizes the huge issues about Ben Simmons that people, that people have been talking about. His unwillingness to be aggressive offensively, his lack of shooting, his unwillingness to step up in big time moments when it's needed from him. Because remember, if you look back towards the days when the Philadelphia 76ers were, you know, stockpiling draft picks, all right, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid were basically the two franchise holdovers that was guaranteed to help the Philadelphia 76ers become title contenders. Unfortunately, the 76ers have not fulfilled those championship aspirations. In fact, one could argue that they're that they this that this team as a whole has downgraded significantly. The criticism came out in many different ways. And, you know, Doc Rivers had something to say about it. And even Embiid pretty much said, end quote, I'll be honest, I thought the turning point was is when we, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but I thought the turning point was just that we had an open shot and we had one made free throw and we missed it, missed the other. And then it came down and it came down and scored. Embiid said, end quote. And then afterwards, when Doc Rivers was pretty much uncertain about, you know, in uh, Ben Simmons' future with the team, this is did not this, this this did not sit very well with Ben Simmons. And then you start seeing starting to see the immaturity and the self-entitled, you know, attitude coming out of Ben Simmons that people have been alluding to from the very start. All right. And when he pretty much when he when pretty much the next day on the June on June 21st, Doc Rivers pretty much had his pretty much had his say when he said end quote i'm pretty much bullish on ben still but there's still work work and there is and if ben is will, willing will be willing to do it and that's the key sometimes you have to go through stuff to see it and to be honest and to be honest you know what i mean so pretty much what what doc rivers is trying to say is that listen if he if ben simmons wants to improve his game we can try to help him out as best we could which I kind of accepted that at the time. But at the same time, Doc Rivers also had to hold accountability to the fact that, you know, you try to accommodate a better relationship with Joel Embiid and not Ben Simmons. And in a sense, it rubbed Ben Simmons the wrong way, especially how Embiid came out with his criticism. Doc Rivers came out with that. And I felt at the time that the criticism was not insulting. It was more of trying to motivate Ben Simmons to get better. But unfortunately, he didn't take it that way. What we all saw was, was a guy that was unwilling to accept accountability of how he performed in the postseason. And pretty much, certainly there after that, Ben Simmons pretty much said he didn't want to deal with this anymore. And then on July 13th, the next month, the next month after that, he pretty much, he pretty much was back on the trade rumors once again. 
And pretty much after that, Ben Simmons looked at, this, looked at the whole thing on the wall and pretty much said, I'm not going to play for this team anymore. And pretty much, pretty much voluntarily sat out and took fine after fine after fine. And in fact, I will say it like this though too. I also researched about how many times he's been fined the entire regular season. Did you guys know that Ben Simmons, if you actually looked at his look at his timeline, how many he's been times he's been fined, this man has been fined 49 times this season. Think about that. The man has been fined 49 times, and he's pretty much lost over $17 million of salary. Okay? Before he eventually got traded to the Brooklyn Nets for James Harden. And we all looked at Ben Simmons like, bro, you are a talented basketball player, yes. But at the same time, your unwillingness to accept any level of accountability for your failures in the postseason and your unwillingness to improve your game during the offseason has been pretty much one of the big things of why people don't have the same level of respect for Ben Simmons. And that's where I pretty much looked at it the whole way. Because here's, let's be real about something here. To me, as a basketball guy, all right, a guy that has pretty much played basketball ever since I came out of came in diapers, right? What, what, what is one of the things that people try to tell you that you have to work on? Shooting, shooting, shooting. You have to be a very good shooter if you're going to have a chance to play basketball. And from the moment that I saw this guy coming out of college, all right, the guy was a pretty much a poor shooter, even though he could do so many great things. He's an excellent playmaker, very good defender. All right. He's basically on the all defensive team twice. Okay. The thing that I have a problem with Ben Simmons is, is that Ben Simmons, his unwillingness to work on his shooting problems has been one of the big things of why people haven't been able to take the Philadelphia 76ers seriously as much as they should. If you look at his stat line throughout his entire career, if you pull up his stat line on basketball reference, the man has been playing at least four seasons in the NBA. Now keep in mind, he only he missed his rookie year because of a uh, because of a foot injury. The man has averaged 16 points a game throughout his career. 59% from the foul line. All right? He's been shooting 14% from 3 and he only and he rarely takes any threes at all. He only averages 0.1 attempt per game. All right? And he shoot and sure, he shoots 56% from the field because he drives the ball to the basket a lot, which is very effective on his part. But the thing is, when you watch Ben Simmons in playoff games, what do teams do? They back off of him. They dare him to shoot the basketball. The Celtics exploited this. The Wizards exploited this. And even the Atlanta Hawks exploited this. I mean, it's not that hard to realize, guys, that Ben Simmons, his unwillingness to shoot the basketball and unwillingness to be aggressive offensively has been one of the big reasons why the Philadelphia 76ers we're never, ever going to be a title contender. And I say that very, very sternly. Okay? Then you compound it with the fact that you refuse to show up to training camp. Okay? That's one thing. You refuse to show up to training camp. You also miss the media day. All right? An early, in Basically in early September. Actually in late September of last year. Right? And Embiid didn't miss any words when he said, end quote, if I didn't like playing with them, I'm honest. I would say it. I love playing with them because he adds so much to our team. We've been building this team around us. I'm just disappointed that he's not here. You know what I mean? And Tobias Harris pretty much echoed the same sentiments when he also said, end quote, 
he's a huge part of our team and so him not going and so him not going to be there it is disappointing but like i said to the guys on the team and to all of us he's still part of our team ben simmons is still part of our team and he still got 15 guys in that locker room probably seven or eight who played with him last year and that's and that's still and, and that's still he his brother and he's still our brother as well so we hope that the situation could get resolved end quote unfortunately that wasn't the case because on that next day he pretty much refused to show up to training camp then pretty much Joel Embiid expressed more of this same level of frustration and I will say this though on the side note I just wish Joel Embiid would learn not to really you know say what he really wants to say and pretty much try to keep it you know level-headed as possible because it kind of exploits to the fact that Joel Embiid is not a very good leader but this is what he had to say he said and quote this situation is weird disappointing borderline kind of borderline kind of disrespectful to all the guys that are out there fighting for their lives some guys rely on the team to be successful to stay in the league and make money somehow but if you're on a winning team and you're always gonna have to and you're always gonna have a spot spot in the league just because you're just because you're on a winning team now you and you contributed end quote and then after that when ben simmons refused to show up the sixers withheld 8.25 million dollars that was pretty much owed to him and then pretty much ben simmons refused to show up for the first two preseason games and then pretty much after that you know ben simmons pretty much sat, sat on his behind on the sidelines and just refused to play then he also had the, you know the mental the mental issue you know aspect of things which eventually led to his you know departure but you also have to consider this fact too he also got kicked out of practice and suspended and suspended one game because of the fact that he refused to engage in practice you know because at the, at the end of the day here's the thing though guys ben simmons has to look himself in the mirror and realize you are one of few players in the nba that is extremely talented and and playing at an all-star level right we're not saying he's a bad player all i'm addressing is is that his unwillingness to shoot the ball and be aggressive offensively that's in terms of a basketball sense but now we're getting to the off the court stuff and right now what we're seeing from ben simmons is ben simmons is showing the immaturity of a little kid all right of a person that is unwilling to accept any level of criticism at all criticism is not meant to hurt people it's meant to highlight the issues that is not that is wrong with your game and wrong with your skill set and try to get you better in the long run to become a better basketball player and what we've seen from ben simmons is this is the complete opposite this man chooses to accept being fine sit on his behind and not work on his game and sure you can put up all the instagram vids all you want to about him you know playing you know pickup ball or anything but if you're not out there you know competing with your teammates it's really gonna look bad on you and i'll say this though too right now you know the philadelphia 76ers you know right now as it states right now have a legitimate chance of winning the championship now with james Harden and joel and b you know what i'm saying and whilst ben simmons continues to sit on his behind now He's got to try to make it work in Brooklyn as well. So the thing that really irritates me about Ben Simmons is, is that he has that self-entitled, you know, attitude about him. That it just rubs people off the wrong way. And he shows no level of accountability at all. And the fact that he thinks that, you know, I shouldn't be, I should be above criticism. Bro, every player in any sport, regardless of what sport 
anyone else plays. People people take criticism all the time. What separates the real athletes is, is the ability to handle the criticism, utilize it, feel yourself, and basically try to become better in the long run. And what we're seeing from Ben Simmons is the complete opposite. And Lamont Lane can attest to that too. All right, because I because I've had my debates with Lamont, and I will tell you this though too, I have been one of the biggest critics of of Ben Simmons, not just because of his offensive uh, lack of offensive ability, but because of his inability, you know, to be a professional. Because at the end of the day, you don't have a, an injury at all, and I'm not trying to hear the whole back, you know, issue uh, side of things. The thing that we're criticizing him is is that he refused to play basketball and tried to t- try to side swipe away from the criticism from last year's playoffs and that is unacceptable it's completely unacceptable to all the players that have been pretty much busting in their behinds and trying to get better and trying to build a championship team and ben simmons unfortunately isn't didn't even see that at all and as it continued it got worse you know you know ben simmons pretty much you know his name was pretty much on trade rumors up until towards the trade deadline and you know, you why not trade him for James Harden at this point? Because pretty much James Harden came in out of shape and he saw the writing on the wall of what was going on in Brooklyn. And I'm going to make a separate video about that one, too. So stay tuned for that. And pretty much both sides agreed that it was time to make the trade. And on February 10th, you know, the uh, the 76ers until the last minute pulled the trigger and, and did the deal. Training Ben Simmons to, you know, the Brooklyn Nets for James Harden. And yes, it did cost him Seth Curry and Andre Drummond and two first-round draft picks. But pretty much what it's worth, they got the deal done. I don't think people have an understanding of how, you know, ridiculous this has been the entire season. Now, sure, there have been a lot of players that have pretty much sat out for, you know, rest, low management, and all this stuff. But what I'm seeing from Ben Simmons is... This is really much going to enforce the point to the owners on the next collective bargaining agreement. And what I personally see from this is, I see the owners pretty much going to be lining together and saying, listen, you guys can not continue to do this whole load low management stuff. You guys got to actually show, go out there and play because we're putting a lot of money and investment in you guys. And you guys are taking it for granted. I can see that to be possible when the next time both the players union and the NBA sit down together for the next collective bargaining agreement. And I, I, I just warn you guys right now, there's going to be a lot of players in the league that are going to be blaming Ben Simmons for what's going on. But we'll see what happens, though. But pretty much as simple as this. What I'm going to conclude this by saying is this. Ben Simmons' criticism is valid and it's warranted. We're criticizing him is that not just because of his lack of offensive ability, like I said before, but his unfortunately his unwillingness to accept the criticism upon him and not willing to really address the problems at hand here. It's just like he's the type of person that is willing to, you know, to basically go go one way when things go wrong, but go the other way when things go right. And unfortunately, in this climate of the NBA, we're seeing a lot more players taking that route. Because the thing is, you know, players want to play basketball because it's a sport that they love the most. But what we're seeing is we're seeing a lot of the star players, you know, taking that for granted, you know, sitting on their behinds, 
while on load management while not going out there and competing with their teammates. You know what I mean? And it's creating a bad image around the NBA, especially when it comes to players that are pretty much busted behind every single night, like people like LeBron James in a sense. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, man, the bottom line is simple as this. You know, Ben Simmons, the criticism upon him is completely warranted and is completely accurate. Okay? Now, there's gonna be some people out there that will not agree with me. And I want you to and I want you to express those kind of opinions. Do you guys believe that the criticism of Ben Simmons is fair or unfair? Or do you think that there's more to the criticism than I just expressed here on this episode here? Okay. Now, I really want you guys to really be honest about it. Now, you what I want you guys to do is pretty much present the facts at hand here and try to dispute anything that I said in this podcast here today. Because what we're trying to encourage on FYF Sports Debates is healthy dialogue and healthy sports conversation not going over the top and disrespecting each other but in the sense having constructive you know arguments talking about what are things that we're seeing this upcoming year in basketball that pretty much what we're seeing and how we're gonna how's it gonna translate into the future and what we're trying to encourage people and there's also the new listeners out there that have been listening to this podcast for the very first time you know you have the right to have your opinion and have a different perspective though you know what i mean but when we notice that it's not an accurate opinion or when you when it's basically wrong we'll pretty much call you out on it and we use the actual evidence evidence at hand here to prove why you're wrong so i want you guys to know let me let me know what you guys think think about it and the next time we have these debates on youtube i really want you guys to answer you know these kind of questions again is the criticism of ben simmons fair or unfair and what do you think the mb what do you think he has to do to repair his image because i could tell you right now his image is at his is pretty much at his lowest point yet and if he continues to sit out more games next season i guarantee you he's going to continue to get ripped to the coals and it's really going to damage his reputation then not many organizations are going to really take the chance of putting ben simmons on their roster despite how talented he is but let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Daily Commute Show during your break time at work while you're driving or just sitting back on your couch. I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode because, like I said before, we want to have healthy dialogue with you guys and want to ha have brilliant debates, especially when we go on YouTube. But it is what it is, though, guys. But I really enjoyed, you know, sitting down and expressing my opinions about Ben Simmons and the level of criticism. But like I said before, your guys are open to express any opinion that you might have good or bad but what we what we always going to be doing what we do best is bring out the evidence and bring out all the facts on hand here but we bring out the best debates debates and communicate in conversation revolving around this world of sports and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the daily commute podcast i am abil mahari and we'll be back next week with another great episode of the daily commute show have a great day everyone and we'll see you next time no debate, you too fake, and it's too real with me. What's the topic? I'll block it. I keep that shield with me. Ammo loaded, I'm cocking. I got that steel with me. What you talking is nonsense. Blow off your conscience. I'm a living sickness, Magic Johnson. By that action, no Bronson. I'm a King LeBron, and the whole league is fuck your feelings. Who you thought it would be? Catch me in the streets. Internet thugs just typing on keys. And the fans from Ticket TV sign that permission slip please 
That max ether gon' heat you, make you fall to your knees No way out, this the firm, come near this stove You gon' burn, been waiting patient, that's my turn What Kevin say, today you gon' learn True to the king, what's happening You got the sauce, keep doing your thing TKO, I'm from rounding the ring I'm a god to you, minions, best stay in your lane